inquisitive nobody i'm your host martini jean this is where i discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared all right so what is going on everybody how are you doing today on this fine day that we're having or night or wherever you are thank you for everybody listening all over the world i see you guys um probably next episode i'll give a breakdown on you know where in the country people are listening and uh what states are really you know uh listening to the podcast and really you know messing with me and i really appreciate that but we're gonna get down to brass tactics i think it's gonna be a pretty short episode um there really wasn't much to be said to be put down anyway um it was much more of a visual thing of just moving this process along because again the first four episodes are pretty much the first four episodes of every um merit of first sight is pretty much the same them getting to know each other the weddings and receptions we don't not to say that we don't care about that because this is where we really see um well not even really see how the people are but we get to i guess hold all these people accountable for the later actions that they do because they have told us who they are now but their true selves come out in the later episodes when they move in with each other or they um or well on the honeymoon when they move in with each other all this stuff that's when you see like the real person you're like oh i remember back in episode two you were talking about this and you might act like this so mm, okay i'm holding you accountable to your actions even though they might not but yeah but again um pretty simple episode but let's get into it it's married at first sight season 13 episode 3 their first rodeo so again they're keeping up with the houston cowboy motif i love it (laughs) so let's just uh get into the episode shall we hold on for a second all right so the last episode ended with um brett meeting ryan at the altar so um what brett's family and friends think of her and they say that she's a hopeless romantic she's dreamed of her wedding since she was a girl little girl she's kind generous goes above and beyond for her family and friends um but don't let her kindness fool you she doesn't like to lose because she's very competitive she's a teacher i think volleyball teacher as well so sports teacher um and they warn not warn they tell ryan to be present and honest and be her glass half full when she's half empty pretty simple rules uh, i'm not mad at that at all um so we go next to ryan what ryan's fam friends and family think of him he has a heart of gold he can look serious and upset at first but he just needs to warm up to you and he does because like he always looks like he's about to not about to cry but more break down he always seems very nervous he's very glass-eyed he always has this like glass-eyed look like he just hit his limit with drinking you know when you're you're not pass out drunk or you're not acting like an idiot but you you see that person in the corner and he's got that buzz and he's just 
he's just glass-eyed you're like oh yeah he's feeling him right now he's drunk but like he's yeah he's feeling the buzz that's that's what he looks like constantly <laughs> but um they said that he's cool cocky and confident but in a good way and he'll bake you a pie and watch the notebook with you because it's one of his favorite movies and then all the girls are like oh my god yeah yeah because it sounds like a gay bestie right you know um of course this is awesome bake bake me a pie and watch the notebook awesome oh wait i have to sleep with him oh never mind <laughs> um but yeah uh, they say ryan is a uh person who who loves and wants to be loved and when i heard that i think i believe that I, I believe that i think i heard that someplace else um on this show i don't remember what season and I, it's not like i've never heard that um it's not like i've never heard that uh saying before but i guess i guess hearing it now and what's going on in my what's going on with my life it's so succinct and it's so simple and it's exactly what I would want in my life. I'm a person who loves and who wants to be loved. That's it. I want somebody to match the love that I give to everyone, family, friends, even strangers, given back to me. I want reciprocity, you know? And that's it. That really is it. Um... I mean, I don't know. Hopefully I could uh find that person, but just like they said with the whole glass being full and all that stuff, like I I feel like I'm I feel like I'm constantly pouring myself out to people and never being fulfilled. It's like I have to fulfill I have to fill myself. And I would love it if somebody came along to fill me because I would definitely fill them. Um so yeah, it's just yeah, that's exactly like if i was gonna go back to the dating sites which i don't know those are always uh interesting but that would probably be one of the things that i would put in my dating profile or like get to know me or whatever whatever part is i'm a person who loves and wants to be loved like that is it and if you can get the importance of that line then you're probably a good candidate you know, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I like that a lot. That's that's a really good one. All right, so we so we go back and forth. Uh, you know, Brad and Ryan, they're they're good. They get married. They kiss. They kiss twice, actually. I believe yes, they kiss twice because the um officiant forgot to say, oh, let me, you know, Ryan, you are allowed to kiss your bride and. They were just like standing there and they, they kissed and then he's like, oh, wait, I forgot. And then he said it and then they kissed again. And the the officiant looked like he was about to like freaking die. Like he looked like an Adams family character. It was very weird. But anyway, they kissed twice. And she's like, look, you know, I haven't been kissed in two years. And I and I got kissed twice on the altar. And I was like, ha that's, you know, that's sweet. That's cute. But it's like at the same time, like I completely forgot that she hasn't done anything. She hasn't kissed somebody in two years and she hasn't had she hasn't had sex in two years i'm just like oh come on oh, by the way freaking uh brett looks freaking amazing in her you know wedding outfit the boobs were on fleek okay i don't know if the kids still say that but the boobs were on point the form was amazing her hair was great her beautiful blue eyes perfect you know she kind of has that raspy voice too which is great 
She looked great. You know, she looked freaking awesome. Um, yeah, and they, I forgot what they talked about um, during their whole um, because you know when you get married, you go to like this little section like off in the corner <laughs> so you guys can talk to each other for a little bit before they bring you back out and you know and uh you have uh you get pictures with your family and friends and then you get to the reception and i completely forgot what they talked about um but one thing that keeps standing out and i and i believe that not even i believe i see that that's going to be a running theme with um in the season is that Ryan was like, yeah, you know, she's, yeah, she's not, she's not necessarily my type, but man, they really knocked it out the park. She's, she's attractive. She's so super attractive, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, who cares if she's not your type? Look at her. Like, she's freaking phenomenal. Like, granted, yeah. But I'm trying to see it both ways. Cause I'm like, fuck your type. You know what I mean? Like, look, look at her. Like, she's great. Like, she's awesome. Um, but then, but uh, but then again, on the other side, just because Brett looks amazing, that doesn't necessarily mean that she is right for you. You know, kind of like uh, Mirla, because Mirla looks phenomenal in her wedding gown. You know, she's a very attractive woman, but like her personality is ass. <laughs> you know, and we're gonna talk about her and um, later. But um, yeah, her personality is ass, so it's like, yeah. Um, but I don't know what Ryan is alluding to. It's like, yeah, she's not my type, but she's attractive. And also too, and I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit just because it's in my head. But I remember where they get to the part where at the reception, they get to talk to their family, you know, the, the significant others, family and friends and all that stuff. And Brett got to speak to Ryan's friends. And she was like, yeah, what do you, what does Brett think about me? And like, well, you know, you're not necessarily his type. It's like, really? I'm I'm not his type? And they're like, no, you're, you're, you're totally not, you know? And I'm just like, damn, why you gotta say it like that? But then it's like, okay, um, what does that mean? And then, and then she's like, well, you know, Brett's not my type either, but I mean, she says, Ryan is not my type either, but you know, he's, he seems pretty cool and he's kind and blah, blah, blah. And then, but then, you know, the friends try to not save Brett I mean not try to save Ryan but it's they're more like yeah the people that he's gone out with were his type but look at look at where that got him so he needs to break that cycle and I completely understand that firsthand I mean not I mean I I, I never really went out with people that were quote-unquote my type I just like what I like but um I remember back in the day yeah I used to like short not short but like petite like tan women you know what I mean like I guess like Hispanic and stuff like that and then when I met my ex-fiance she was what well okay so like I liked petite chicks so like maybe like five like five two five three was like I don't know my sweet spot I have no idea where that came from but every time I heard like a chick was like five two or five three I'm like oh my god oh my god I used to go crazy I don't even know why but I did and I was like yes like that was like my sweet spot right there don't know why um but when i met my ex-fiance who was plus size and she was five eight five nine complete and pale as all hell i mean she was still hispanic but she was pale as all hell a lot of people 
mistaken her as a white woman which would garner me a lot of you know looks from black women you know what i mean but she was completely not my type but as you can see she was my ex fiance i was going to spend the rest of my life with this woman so she broke my stereotype and like i've said before i i don't necessarily look for more people i don't look for i don't strictly look for people who look like her but the people who look like her are now a part of my menu that i look for in a woman you know she she has expanded my horizons um to look um like that like that like the plus size community is not excluded from my uh vision of what my next girl or wife would be you know what i mean so i mean i thank her for that <laughs> so and and i understand you know representation and stuff like that because that's good because like now i'll see people like plus size chicks all over the place and i follow a lot of plus size chicks on instagram and well, i don't know if i'm on the street and i look at it and i see a plus size chick i'm like damn like she looked mad good whereas maybe before meeting my ex-fiance i would have never looked two ways at that person because i was focused on my perceived type so i understand that as well but yeah i don't know he keeps ryan keeps saying things like yeah um yeah she's not my type but hey she's great thanks experts and stuff like that so like i want to know what his type is and why he wouldn't expand i mean I, granted he he does like brett so that's a good thing so maybe he is going to expand his uh horizons and expand his vision too so i hope he does that and doesn't harp on his type his type his type um yeah so because i remember while they were dancing he was like yeah i'm gonna take you to the ranch and do cowboy shit but she's not into cowboy shit at all even though she lives in houston and i get it you know um yeah she doesn't own any cowboy boots or whatever but she kind of does have a southern drawl but i guess it's just because of just living there um she's adopted it but yeah she's not into country shit at all she probably knows she says she knows one or two country songs so that's not a part of her thing hopefully she doesn't um exclude that part of uh ryan's life because it is you know you guys are gonna have to compromise you know maybe once a month i don't know maybe every month and a half you go to the ranch or something like that like he's a, i'm not saying he is a cowboy but there's gonna be cowboy shit around so you can't shut down that part of your husband's life just because you don't like to do it you know so um it's yeah it's gonna be a part of the life so i don't know uh yeah so um where are we at where are we at okay so we're now uh rachel and jose are the last couple to get married of course they walk down the aisle uh jose says you're gorgeous and um what rachel's friends think about her is that she has the gift of sleep deep sleep she and um she she puts on 20 alarms just to get up 
and she must be fed at all times. Um, and they say, Hang hangry Rachel is only for the brave. Fiercely is, yeah, hangry Rachel is only for the brave to deal with. So I guess she turns into a real bitch when she's hungry. And uh, f she's fiercely loyal to the ones she loves. All right. You know, good stuff, good stuff. And what Jose's friends think of him, and friends and family, he's detailed, he's creative, and he's very, 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 very structured. As we can see in the matchmaking special, he's annoyingly structured. Um, he's a risk taker, clearly because of his accomplishments. Um, he has a big heart and everything he'll do everything in his power to make you happy um and and that was that's funny because like maybe that was like the second or third um time that that notion has been said um in th these vows with the couples you know oh this person will do everything in their power to make you happy but none of the women that's not in any of the women's uh thing that oh she will do everything to make you happy you know i i i mean if i'm wrong please correct me but i see that i mean i've noticed that and um it's kind of effed up how she won't how she won't do everything to make him happy the guy has to do everything to make her happy but all right moving on um saying you know they get married they kiss blah 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 and then rachel's like yes he's exactly what i wanted this is great so that of course that they go into that little cove that i was telling you about and um <laughs> and jose is like yeah you know i i specifically asked you know i got i specifically asked pretty much for you and, and i got what i wanted and then um rachel's like yes i described you to a t and i told them that like yeah you know i'm not into looks i'm into personality and click guess what i got you know i got what i wanted and then <laughs> the music just changed and like you can just see that jose took offense to that um but i don't think rachel meant it that way that like oh you're whack you look you know hey looks aren't everything what I really wanted was personality. She's like, no, looks are important. That's not that's not going to be the thing that stops me from like loving you. You, it, I want to love you as a person. That's what like she meant because later in the episode she says that like, no, I like my husband. He's hot. Blah blah blah. He's attractive. You know, but I don't think she's she said that to Jose because Jose is like, man, I, now I I don't even know if my wife likes the way that I look and likes me. Blah blah blah. So it's just miscommunication, but. It does sound rough when you first say it like that. Where it's like, hey, you know, looks aren't everything. I wanted personality and that's what I got. It's like, you know, kind of like, again, I'll bring it up. How my ex-fiance, you know, the last time we spoke to each other, she was saying, hey, you know, she was on her date with her. She, she met, I called her. No, I texted her a couple days after she went on her first date with her future husband. And, but at the time, it was her first date. And, and I was like, oh, how did that go? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's everything that I wanted and more. No, he's everything that I prayed for and more. And she's saying that to me, which was her ex-fiance, saying that about her future husband. I'm like, wow. Like, of course, she didn't 
mean to insult me. It's just that I just took it that way. I'm like, wow, like I proposed to you and you are saying that this person is is the actual person that you wanted in your life and that you want to marry even though I'm the one who proposed to you. Awesome. <laughs> you know, so that always hurt. But of course she didn't mean it that way. And she didn't mean it to come out that way. But it is what it is. So, um, but yeah. So, um, now they everybody's at the everybody's at the reception part so now everybody is sitting at their respective tables the bride and groom and they're you know getting to know each other so it's zach and michaela and zach pretty much grew up like you thought he would because michaela asked oh how did you grow up whatever and zach says yeah he was he was skinnier back then he got made fun of all the time and he went to a catholic school hmm sounds familiar that's me <laughs> and they said he said that he found his confidence in college i did not and they also i also found this funny because he said that he went uh, he got made fun of because of his skin color and um he's not i don't know i mean i guess i guess he's quote-unquote darker than normal but i feel like oh no i mean sure um I, I I thought I was like the same skin tone as him, but now he's a little bit darker and he got made fun of his skin color and even by, he said, even by the black people and stuff like that. And then Michaela's like, well, your skin is beautiful, baby. And I'm like, mm, okay. And it's not, and I'm not saying that I'm not giving the eye roll because not to, I, I'm glad that she is encouraging him to be comfortable in his own skin. No pun intended. But I'm just giving the eye roll is because I know that this is all not all for show, but this isn't the real Michaela. <laughs> that's the thing that that that's what it is. Um, so they shoot back to they shoot to Mirla and Gil and um, everybody is um, clanging on the um, clanging on their glasses with their forks, with their kitchen kitchen, with their dining utensils and for some reason and well we all know what that means correct i mean i know you guys can't answer me but we know what that means right you know what that means but for some reason these participants don't know what that means everybody's looking around like whoa what the why, why is everybody clanging their um why is everybody clanging their uh drinks uh i don't understand like what what how many what most of you guys are over 30 you guys have never been to a wedding where that happens, where that means if they're clanging on their glasses, that means they want you to kiss. Nobody knew that. Why? <laughs> that concerns me. Like you're you're over 30, except for Zach, he's 27. But haven't your friends have gotten married? Haven't you ever seen a wedding movie where they do that or something like that baffles my mind um but yeah so they're doing that for Mirla and Gil and Mirla's like no I'm not doing that that's not happening she just shuts it down super quick and again showing that rigidness showing that rigidness um um also to okay yeah since we're since we're on Marilyn Gill right now let's fucking get into it so everybody is complaining 
that Mirla might be getting a bad rap because of editing. You know, oh, oh my God, look at that. Why are they doing that? Um, she's probably a sweet person, but all the editing is um, making her look like a bad person. I don't get it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, stop, stop blaming editing on a person's behavior and personality. Like, stop it. Because, like, and, and you know what? For a second there, for a second there, I, I believed you guys. I believed you. I was like, you know what? Maybe it is editing. But you have to understand, we know what it, we know what an edit is and what is reality if we've been watching the show long enough. You know, there's there's some there's some things where they'll switch up uh switch up um not faces, but like for instance, when um when Rachel was walking down the aisle and they were going to commercial, they put in an edit where Jose was looking at Rachel and he had a disappointed face. But then when the, but then when, so you're like, oh my God, he doesn't like her. And then it goes into commercial break. But when the commercial comes back, you actually see that he's, he gives a huge smile and he's very attracted to his woman. That's editing. Okay. And I think people are misconstruing editing with like Photoshop, meaning that people are thinking that, oh, things are being edited, that, which means that you're um, superimposing an image of somebody or they are putting words into people's mouths that they never said or something like that. And yeah, that is technically editing, but it's more like Photoshop and superimposing, superimposing and stuff like that. And like, no, okay? No, that's not what's happening. Uh, like Mirla has stated that she um that she uh is not giving up her lifestyle for nobody four separate occasions in four different outfits okay and i'm not saying that she's not allowed to but her lifestyle is superficial that's the bad thing about it her lifestyle is superficial and she keeps talking about it like it's the most important thing in the world. But to be fair, it might be it might be to her because she grew up poor. So she doesn't want to give up her lifestyle. But at the same time, her lifestyle shouldn't include red bottoms and stuff like that. Like going to a soup kitchen in, in red bottoms and designer clothing. Like what is where's the disconnect like that's the thing and again i'm not saying she's a quote-unquote bad person really but her mind is warped you know like one of one of the um i i was a uh, what was it i was um watching i was watching one of my um alternate married at first sight youtubers uh stephanie lee and one of one of the comments in her comment section on uh not this episode on last episode episode two the person states um one of mirla's employees was commenting on mafs fan and said she's super nice and uplifts other women 
and that she's getting a materialistic edit. She said that editing is crazy and she's super sweet. She likes nice things, but works hard for what she has and wants. The editing in this show is just so crazy. Okay, that's bullshit because she's not getting a materialistic ending edit. She and her friends are calling her out. She is the one who said that she likes that she goes in for lashes every week. She is the one who takes thousands of pictures, selfies for herself for Instagram. She is the one who says that she likes red bottoms. Okay? She says that she is going to travel and is not going to give that up. She said all this. It's not an edit. She said all this shit. You know? She's not getting a materialistic edit. She is saying all this. She is the one who's being cold. Where she's like, mm, this is, if, this, you know, at the um the bachelorette party. When, um, you know, everybody was just having fun, whatever. Mm-mm, this isn't my vibe. Mm-mm, no, I'm not going to dance. At the wedding, the reception. Nope, you're not going to make me uh, kiss. Nope, you're not going to do that. Um, They freaking ask uh, at the, um when the girls meet first meet each other. Oh, is anybody going to kiss? No, mm-mm, I'm not doing that. I'm taking it slow. Bitch, you're on Married at First Sight. Do, do you know what show you're on? You're, you're, you're at Married at First Sight. You're, you're moving forward. You're, you're cheating, basically. You're cheating. You're cheating the system. You're like, I don't want to date anymore. I just want a man. I, I just want to get married. So boom, that's what you get. So fucking kiss. No one's saying you need. No one says you need to fuck. But you can kiss your man at the fucking at the at the part where it says, I I would like you know, um, you know the man in question. You may kiss your bride. No, I'm not doing that. And another thing, um, people are saying, uh. What's it called? That um, she she keeps um she keeps uh she keeps um switching her views because she says you know oh I don't kiss like that. Um, there's the part where she's like um where she speaks to you know the friends and family and stuff. So she's so she's speaking to Gil's uh um what is it wedding part a groomsman there you go groomsman and. They're like, yo, how come you didn't kiss my man? You know, whatever. How come you didn't kiss my man at the altar? Like, how long is it going to be before you? And she's like, nope, we're not doing that. There's no timetable. There's no, oh, I'm going to do this in 24 hours. I'm going to do this my way. Blah, 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 blah. Going off. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and then it's so funny because I went on Twitter because I can actually be caught up now because I'm not uh, lacking back in episodes so I can see what everybody's saying. And one person was totally correct. Uh, I see a meme that says Mirla. She says, I'm conservative. And then also Mirla, her freaking dress. Like, yo, her dress is literally see-through. And you can see her fucking boobs and her tattoo, uh, her tattoo chest, her chest tattoo. You know what I mean? You can, you can, everybody can see that shit. Granted, that shit is beautiful. But again, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want my wife to be in that. Like, I, I want to see all that. Not everybody and now not the world the world has seen what she looks like you know so you can't be conservative and be in that dress and then they say mirla i'm also i'm conservative but also mirla i'm not changing my last name so that's what so that's what it is like she likes to be um conservative 
when it fits her. Like you can't be conservative and traditional and then not do the conservative and traditional things. Like how are you gonna be how are you gonna be conservative and traditional but not change your last name? Or have or have beef with changing your last name. She's like, mm, I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about that? You're conservative, right? So what the fuck? So let's do it. So change your last name. Why is this in, why is this even a conversation? It, you know, like that's that's so freaking weird. You know? Like, oh, um, I'm conservative, so you know, I don't kiss like that, but at the same time I'm gonna fast forward through the dating process and be on a show so I can get married today. I'm like, what? <laughs> like that's why that's why this is why she gets on my nerves. These are not edits, Miss Employee, Miss Mirla's employee friend, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She empowers women, blah blah blah. But um look at what look at what she's saying. I'm paying attention to what she's saying. Fuck the edits. There aren't there and I and I can tell between the difference between the edits, okay? Like even at the even at the party, not the party. The the brunch or lunch that she was having with all her black friends and they were like she was like, "Oh, I'm not stubborn." Am I? And then the black guy was like, hell yeah. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, you need to have things your way or it doesn't work. Like her friends agreed that, that she's stubborn and that she's high maintenance. And then she was like, well, what if the guy's cheap? And she's like, no, 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 we're not dealing with cheap. You know, she can't, again, women cannot go back in lifestyle. She's not trying to have that. And I'm not saying that she should go back to being cheap, but you can be no pun intended conservative you know we can't all ball out like you want to ball out you know um that's the thing like there, there needs to be compromises you can't be just yourself in a couple you need to congeal you need to you need to grow with each other you know it's like come on but no, you need to have things your way or the highway. She's the epitome of happy life and happy wife. And you know how I feel about that freaking phrase. Fuck that phrase. You know, um, like this is why I don't like Mirla. Not because of the edits, not because of the show is uh, tricking me into making the show is not tricking me into making me feel that Mirla is a bad character. She is one. <laughs> You know, she like, oh, they're making her, they're making her a villain. No, she's doing that all by herself. <laughs> you know what I mean? That She's doing it all by herself. I don't know. It's, it's not the show. It's her. So, I don't know. Like, it's fucking killing me, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, um, they go back to Rachel and Jose. Uh, and Jose is like, where, where do you work and where do you live? She's like, oh, I, I work at blah 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 whatever but i live in blah 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 of course i don't know these places there in houston but it made it seem like she lives she lives far from where she lives and he's asking well when's your lease up and she's like in september and it's like all right just asking and i was like all right man you don't need to flex you don't need to be like all right you know i'm gonna buy your lease out and you can come live in my house because i'm sure not moving you know i work hard for my house so i'm like stop flexing jose all right I hate people with money. I swear. I swear to God. <laughs> um. So um. 
they they go to Johnny and Bao, and Johnny is talking with Bao, and Johnny's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm the life of the party, and um, B- uh, Johnny's talking about his love language, which is awesome, which is physical touch and all that good stuff, and Bao says that her love languages are gifts and acts of service, and she's saying, unfortunately, you know, touch is very low, if not zero, on her list so i'm just like i cannot deal with that no (laughs) i feel so bad for johnny right now because my love language is physical touch and i love that shit and if i can't get that it's gonna be bad business um but the cool thing is is like we find out that bao has always had a crush on johnny and she says she was always she was always a coward to say anything back in college um, but she says, but the universe has a plan, and um, I don't know. She says the universe has a plan, and then now he's my husband. And like, yeah, that's cool, man. Like, I would love that. Like, I'd be so interested to see what the who the who the universe would pick from back in the day for me to be uh, my wife. I'd be, I would be devastated. Me going down that walkway, and I'm like, what you word? that's crazy i don't even know who because everybody that i've ever went with is uh married (laughs) so i don't even know who it would be but it'd be very interesting to see that um so uh we go to michaela and zach and michaela speaking to zach's parents and zach's dad like zach's dad is like man i thought this shit was bullshit and he's like but it's scary how i see this match you know being a match and he says i love it um he's he's a uh, zach's a great guy all that stuff and she's like yeah you raised an amazing son he's awesome blah 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 so you know that that family is all good it's all good and I, and I do like that i do like that there's a lot of support and a lot of love in that family i love it even though it's all gonna go to shit <laughs> but um uh Mirla and gill um yeah uh, uh gill is talking about like the the designer stuff he's not He's not really feeling that, so he's gonna have to have a talk with Mirla, and we know how Mirla is gonna be. Um, and then the brother's like, "Yeah, you know, she splurges. This, this is what, this is what she does." Um, so yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I get it. If you have the money, you could do whatever you want. But like, how does that fulfill you? Again, I think I said this in the in the last recap. How do you think that a boat? like going on on a boat is going to fulfill you whatever it's not because look at you you're unmarried at first sight you want a husband you're still feeling empty even though you have all these red bottoms you have all these clothes in your closet you you still feel empty inside so it's not about the designer shit it's not about the lifestyle those are all just extra because what happens when all those things go away what do you have left nothing i think that's the reason why I'm so mad at Mirla's attitude and a lot of women's attitude. Mirla is just a is just a represent a representative and a representation of that female mindset that thinks that you know dating the six one dude and having all these stuff going on boat rides and having Birkin bags is you know gonna make you happy and it's not you know I mean it feels like a good time because you're like oh wow I've never had this before you know um, but okay, now that you do have it, what now? What now? Ooh, I got a Birkin bag. Yeah. Is there anything in that Birkin bag? Or just to show off that you have one? How long is that Birkin bag going to 
sustain your happiness once it starts getting old. You know, is is that same Birkin bag going to keep you happy in February as it is September? What happens then? You know? Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she And speaking of Marilla, she freaking gets uh, Botox all the time, too. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Mad superficial. So, like, yeah, that she, she could be nice. She can empower women. I mean, she did say that she wants to do something for um, impoverished children, that she wants all of them to have the same amount of opportunities. All that is great. All that is great. But these things, you know, it makes you high maintenance. And she gets insulted by it. I don't think that's high maintenance. Bitch, it is. <laughs> it's high maintenance. <laughs> that is high maintenance. Getting Botox every week, getting eyelashes every week. What? Going shopping every week? This is not a high maintenance? What are you talking about? Um. So, the night's over. Everybody's going to their respective, uh, uh, not bedrooms, hotel rooms. Uh, you know, Brett thinks that Brett... Ryan thinks that Brett's hot and all that stuff and blah 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 you know because Brett was concerned that oh my god he's gonna see the real he's gonna see the real me because I have all this makeup blah 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 well whose fault is that <laughs> Who whose fault is that introducing the first thing that he sees to you as a caked up person you know that's the thing that I hate about women when they're like oh um uh he's gonna like I hope you know um, they're so worried about the person seeing the real them. Well, why don't you show me the real me in the first place? How about that? So I won't be surprised when what you're showing me is not the real you. How do you, how are you going to get angry at me that you're showing me a lie? <laughs> you're the one who did it, not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but then he's like, yeah, bitch, like you're fucking hot. Like, I don't, I don't get it. He's like, really? I am without all the makeup? Like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Yes, you're hot. Your your boobs are still there. You still have beautiful eyes, and your hair is still red. Yes, you're hot. <laughs> you know, makeup is not gonna change that. It's gonna enhance it, but like, no, you're still hot. So, ta-da! Wow, who knew that being yourself was fucking amazing? <laughs> but um, what's it called? Uh, um. Zach didn't know that Michaela had an ass because I guess it was hidden in the wedding dress. He's like, oh, shit, you got an ass, whatever. So, um, and then fucking Gil and Mirla, because, you know, Mirla likes to take it slow on Married at First Sight. But um, she fucking, like, yo, she is on the edge of the bed. She brings her pillow all the way, like, to the end. Like, she, like, her, her ass is, um like over over the edge of the bed like that's how far to the side she is on the bed like like if she sneezes she's gonna fall off the bed like just to showcase like nothing is going to happen tonight and that's fucked up yo like why are you why are you even like this why are you on the show you're not ready for this <laughs> you know you just want you're like olivia everybody has been saying it and I, now i'm gonna say it you're just like olivia from season 11 she just wants somebody, she just wants a placeholder and a warm body to to continue to do the things that she wanted to do. She doesn't want a human with an in, with their own personality and their own um, 
their own individuality. She just wants a carbon copy of her to do things that she wants to do, which is exactly what Mirla said. She's like, oh, I want somebody who wants to have my lifestyle and who wants to commit, blah, blah, blah. That's a freaking, that's a blow up doll with a personality. That's it. So you want somebody else to go shopping with you, travel with you. What Again, hello, Mirla, what you, and, and you don't want to kiss and you're, you're, siding on the bed so far Mila go get yourself a gay bestie that's it and you're fine ta-da problem solved go get yourself a, a gay bestie he he will freaking be with you he'll get red bottoms too shit you know do all that stuff that's who you want because you don't want a man you don't want a real man you know oh not to say that gay people aren't real men <laughs> you know you don't want to you don't want a man you don't want a heterosexual man you know you, you you don't want somebody who has his own personality and is like you know what nah i want to do this you're like wait you what you what you you want to do that you don't want to do what i want to do like nah let's let's do this yeah nah i don't want to do that like you don't want to have those conversations you know, you just want somebody to just plop into your life and do exactly the things that you want to do. That's exactly what you want to do. And that's and that was the issue with Olivia. That's just, nah, that's the same exact issue with Olivia because from what the experts said, Gil is, a, he's conservative with his money. You know, he, he makes far less than her. And, oh, I can't even wait for the finance uh portion of the show where, where they always do that where they talk about finances oh my god that's gonna be a horrible show um episode uh but yeah um brett was conservative too because olivia had a lot of money so they're gonna run into the same problems that brett and olivia did back in season 11 i think yeah so oof, oof. damn that relationship's gonna be horrible but um yeah so how did it end? I forget, I forget how it ended, but I mean, oh yeah, everybody just like went to bed. That was it. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was the end. Of, that was the end of the episode. But man, that freaking season preview, you know, coming up this season on uh, Married at First Sight. Holy shit! Forget all the lovey dovey, lovey dovey stuff. I don't even remember. I don't even remember half of the lovey dovey stuff that they have. But every year they do this. They it's like let's say like a two minute teaser of the new season the first the first minute is like oh lovey dovey stuff and then boom it just turns into this dark you know like beef drama infested thing and like everybody is having tr troubles like brett and ryan she keeps saying hey listen if you don't want to be here you don't have to be here and i think it's, it has to do with her not being ryan's type and it's like bro shut up <laughs> you know she, she like okay she's not your type but she could be better like i don't think he i think day in not day in and day out every day he keeps seeing things that like man i she isn't my type i want my type though i want my type though i feel that that's what's going on and now you're making her insecure as like man this guy really doesn't like me you know, I mean, if you guys don't match or she doesn't match your personality, that's different. But I think he's really bent on the type. Like what? Like 
because she's a redhead i mean she's not even a natural redhead if you wanted to freaking go to brunette i mean maybe you can ask her and then maybe she'll do it but then like is that it you know like do you want her to be more pudgy like i don't get i don't get what you don't like about brett like again i'm not saying that you should like her because now you're quote-unquote stuck with her that's not what i'm saying but it's like how can you not look at brett and be like yo yeah she's fucking hot let's do this you know there's that Mirla and Gil um I think they're beefing over maybe finances and stuff like that I, tr- I truly don't know but forget all that the biggest thing the, th- the thing is fucking Hurricane K aka um Malik Malika is that her name Malika look at me being racist Michaela <laughs> um Michaela has turned has officially turned into Hurricane K. So much show that she's throwing shit. She's like, get out, get out, telling people to get out. Maybe she told the camera camera people to get out. Somebody's trying to hold her down because she is going fierce. Like she's like, I don't believe this. Get away from me. Blah blah blah. She's going crazy. She's going crazy. Like her friends all warned us. And I told you that she was going to be like this. Who wants to be married to somebody who can blow up like that? And don't even tell me, oh, she needs, they can work it out. They need to work it out, blah, blah, blah. Nah, switch the roles. If that was a guy who was physically abusive, are you going to tell the woman that she needs to stay in the relationship and make it work? Fuck no. You would have hotlines, seminars, fucking cops all over the place trying to save that woman okay so stop with the bullshit hurricane k no i do not have to deal with some someone like that absolutely not are you fucking kidding me no Mm -mm. now granted maybe zach did something and she went postal then okay i get it because because everybody has that super saiyan mode where they believe something happened and it's like oh what excuse me great completely understand that i understand that but it's like um yo uh that the images that i saw was uncalled for (laughs) but then again i don't know when this i don't know when this happens in the season so we might get up to the part where like oh man she's gonna flip on zach and he deserves it don't know don't know um but again the friends i mean the friends her sisters who have lived with her their entire life have warned us and she warned us too that she doesn't care who you are she's going to act that way so we'll see we'll see what happens but yeah that that was the end of the episode all right you know where you know what time it is the and the skin deeps the and self edition uh card game i believe we are on card 43 um i have to see hold on for a second please hold no card number 44 card number 44 all right that's what we're on card number 44 all right let's see what was i born to do oh wow that is a fantastic question what was I born to do? I think I was born to create. To create and, to, and entertain. 
I think that's I think that's what it is. You know what? Not even to create, to entertain. I think I was born to entertain because that that uh covers all the bases. That covers all the bases of the things that I have found over the years to fulfill me that have in common. Like with the podcast thing, I love doing this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Even though there's like six of you listening, um, it doesn't matter because I love doing it. Um, and that's entertainment. I'm entertaining you. I love making a fool out of myself, you know, kind of like Jack Tripper and like Three's Company. I love that shit. Just making a fool because I like to make you guys laugh. I like to make my friends laugh. So boom, again, entertainment. I want to create and whether it's through book medium or movie medium, I like to create. Boom, entertainment. I like to entertain. So I think that's I think that's what I was born to do. I was born to entertain. Um, and again, I'm 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 getting there, man. I'm getting there. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, yeah. And I and I can't I can't wait to get there and solidify it you know can't i can't wait all right so that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple Podcasts, google podcasts podbean spotify amazon music audible and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d that is tink pod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is tinkpodcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is martini jean and i am the inquisitive nobody <laughs>